What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. In today's economy, you as a consumer have a choice. Choose to spend your money at woke companies or you can support your local family-owned patriot companies. Hey, it's Justin Barkley. Jam and Bean Coffee and Ice Cream is just that. They're more than just craft coffee. Choose quality and values. Visit Jam and Bean's seasonal ice cream shop in Cascade or get free shipping on every subscription and save 40% off your first order with promo code Justin at jamandbean.com. Join us in the Freedom Fam VIP section on Locals. Go to justinbarclay.com slash locals for all kind of bonus exclusive. See podcasts before they drop. Get it all first at justinbarclay.com slash locals. And right now, it's free to join, but you can become a supporter for just 7 bucks a month. If you become an annual supporter, you'll get a copy of my book, Good News, Hope, and Encouragement for Trying Times free. I'll sign it and send it to you today. Join for free. JustinBarclay.com slash locals. asking he said what are the call sign and frequency good question of the brand new radio station launching in detroit it is wfdf a 50,000 watt am flamethrower 9 10 a.m 9 10 a.m on the am dial wfdf it is the news talk super stick there are a lot of people that are not going to be happy about this what do I mean by that? There's a lot of people that are not going to be happy about this because that radio station, first and foremost, it was a, it, a very uh, unfortunate situation. It only had about 2,000 listeners prior to this uh, format change. It was it was uh, all different. Uh, well, it was like Reverend Al Sharpton and a couple of different local programs and but only only two thousand, I guess, listeners at the time. That's all they had at the time. Two thousand listeners, and so now they have decided to make that change, make that switch. He he just sold a rate a TV station. He had a big TV station that uh, in town is. Channel 37 or 38, something like that. WADL is a TV station. And they're selling that uh, in order to put the CW on there. He's good. He made a boatload of money off of that. And uh, he said, you know, now I've got to make sure that this radio station is profitable. Uh, he also owns the Word Network, with his, which is a religious uh, network that is on cable. So people are watching all over the world. But uh, he decided the next project was going to be nine ten a.m. Looked around, tried to find out what he was going to do. There wasn't wasn't setting out to to do like politics or political talk. Uh, but he looked around and he found all of this programming available. He said, "I can't believe all this stuff is available and not on the air in Detroit." Could you imagine? 
And, uh, and and so that's where the project, that's where the ball started uh, rolling there. I, I got involved about a month and a half ago, and uh, it's been... <laughs> It's been a wild ride since, folks. And you can't imagine what's coming next. And again, I can't underscore this enough. If you are a listener digitally to this program, if if you are a podcast listener, or you watch the stream, the behind-the-scenes live stream, particularly, and you're in Michigan, you know. Basically, the lack of, of resources, of places that you can go that are available the lack of media outlets, a place you go to get the truth, or to even hear about, even hear about these stories, folks. You, there's just nothing out there, particularly on the other side of town. Now we discovered this during the uh, the craziness the last few years. You know, I'm on the air during 2020 talking about all of these things, and I'm looking at news stories, and you know the evolution of my whole situation. The um, the the stories I would read would always be biased and would very all, often leave out good news. But of course, if you had any real questions that you know asked about death rates, what? Why are these? How are we reporting these? What are we doing here? Or you asked about the lockdowns, which again we've heard the rumors are trying to bring back the masks and all that. And you asked any question. See, Steve knows there's nowhere on the east side. It's all liberal news. It is, and I'll just put it this way. It's all corporate narrative news from the perspective of oh, even a station like WJR, which is a legendary historic signal there. They're riding the coattails of their historic brand name but there's little of any real substance left there it's just sad it's pathetic in fact so this is this is the beginning and there is much more to come but it's just the beginning of some very very big and good things no, I'm not going anywhere here on Wood Radio. I'll continue to do that. Continue to do the after show. And um, you will get three more hours of me every day. Six to nine. So I invite you to stream. Of course, we'll have all the links available to do that. Maybe even video as well as we work on some of the technical things that need to happen behind the scenes. But this is already causing waves and... People are already very upset. Paul says, WJR sucks since Frank Beckman retired and passed. He was a trick. There you go. Frank was a good guy. But very sad that, you know, there are pictures of people like Paul W. Smith. Paul W. Smith, who has a delivery of an NPR reader. Paul W. Smith. These guys are broadcasting from greenhouses. In the middle of summer, I, I, none of it makes sense to me. Any of the things that you hear, it's all like wallpaper. It's like listening to paint dry. Listening to paint dry on that radio station. They're not talking about anything that matters. They're not talking about anything of substance. And then Paul W. Smith, they're getting his picture taken with uh, old uh, Jocelyn Benson. These guys are pounding around with Dana Nestle, pounding around with Gretchen Wetmer. 
brown nosing having these folks on the radio not even there's not even a, a, a chance that they would ask a question that you'd want asked or get some transparency or accountability out of these people We will, of course, and from day one, invite all of them on the air so they can answer for their crimes. <laughs> but you think you think there's any chance that they are going to come on the air? Holy cow. No, not a shot. But we will do our best. Yes, there are billboards, Teresa. One is asking about uh, billboards. There are billboards up, but uh, it's funny because I started getting people reaching out to me with billboards. They're seeing the billboards all over the place. In fact, uh, again, messages yesterday, pictures of the billboards. So there's a major marketing efforts that's going to go behind the TV commercials, billboards, and all kinds of stuff that you're going to want to hear about, and you'll see as the time moves forward. Anyway, that's all coming in the uh, in the days ahead. Next week, we start a big thing. Put a big billboard on the farm, Shelly. That'd be awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So uh, where do we want to start? Michigan police memos raised concern about possible nationwide voter fraud scheme. This is just the news. In fact, I got the story... You've heard the the basics of this if you've been listening to us. It was in Muskegon where they discovered there was some shenanigans afoot. In Muskegon, of all places, gal shows up, the clerk wants to drop off thousands of absentee voter applications. She wants to drop these off thousands. The clerk immediately becomes alert and aware and says, wait a minute, what is this? And she takes a closer look, calls the police in. The police start their investigation. Eventually, we le- we learned that, uh, and this is through, I think it was Gateway Pundit originally had the story. We learned that the Michigan State Police were involved. And then finally, Dana Nessel, and they kick it up eventually. I can't even blame Dana for this. But they kick it up in between getting drunk at football games, to the FBI. And the FBI sits on it, Bill Barr. And that's quite a, quite a sit, folks. He, he's got a lot of coverage, area when he sits. He sits on this, and it, it goes nowhere. It, this is in 2020, they knew. October, before the election even occurred. Now we're learning, according to Just the News, that there were concerns about a possible nationwide effort Of course, you're told, I'm told, by people like this at the time, in fact, that there's nothing to see here. There's no question about the elect. There'll be no issue at all. We're told there's nothing to worry about, nothing to see here, folks. And they knew the whole time. Nessel knew, Benson knew, Whitmer knew. The most safe and secure. All they had to do was add safe and effective in there, too, I mean. Most safe and secure election of all time. But what has happened since now remains a mystery. We now know, according to some of the FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests that were released, this firm, GBI Strategies, that was hiring this woman to go around collect, paying her daily to go around collect these applications and whatnot, and just flood the gates with them all. 
we've learned that they've actually gone to some of the, the, the locations they did canvassing. They went and investigated at some of these homes. Contacts between local law enforcement and the FBI into the uh, continued into 2022, but there is no evidence of what happened after the memos obtained by Just the News through the Freedom of Information Act request came out. A dozen or more pages of police reports in the Muskegon Police report the, Mich- the Michigan State Police, a firm called GBI Strategies, under scrutiny. The FBI eventually taking it up, and police from Michigan interviewing those employees from GBI Strategies. So, I mean, there was a, a they did a whole like reconnaissance from the, the reports I read. They really dug in. I was impressed. Now the fact that it went nowhere really, really concerning to me. Does it prove that there were fraud? No, but it certainly continues to underscore that there were shenanigans. And as Trump likes to say, rigged, rigged. This does nothing to help us restore the faith in our system. Of course, it just does more to tear it down. Nessel confirmed earlier this month, her office anyway, that there was a state investigation into thousands of suspected fraudulent voter registration referred to the FBI. The bridge reported that here in Michigan. Earlier this month, Danny Wimmer, the press secretary for the Attorney General, told Just the News that among 8,000 to 10,000 registration forms were submitted to the Muskegon clerk before the 2020 general election. Some were suspected to be fraudulent. How many? Some? Lots. Lots. Now, they try to fact-check this and tell you that there was only 46, but there was only 46 that were turned over as a sample of the eight to 10,000, we still don't have an answer of how many were actually real and how many were fraudulent. They tell us, the AG's office, none of it actually made it into the qualified voter file. But that's none of it in Muskegon. In Muskegon. What about the rest of the state? Were they doing this throughout the rest of the state? And the numbers I've seen about, I mean, it, it's pretty obvious. How many people re- registered? How many people more got registered that year? And the, the numbers are staggering, specifically in Muskegon. And it's a Democrat stronghold. So why would they be so bent on pulling this out? That's a good question. The police interviewed a woman they call Suspect One. She explained she receives $1,150 a week, hotel services, and a rental vehicle for her work. She also said she was tasked with funding unregistered voters and providing them, she went finding unregistered voters, providing them with a form so they could get registered. She initially stated that her canvassers earn money for each person that completes the form. She told us that they're paid $9.25 an hour with extra money for working weekends. Suspects said in the report that she worked in the Muskegon, Detroit, Ypsilanti, Southfield, Flint, and Lansing area. Remember, Southfield is where they found in that office a ton of guns and ammo. and Not that there's anything wrong with that, but used in the commission of a crime. Boy, that's interesting, isn't it? So always the left accusing the right of this stuff, too. I think Trump is on trial. They got 16. All of this is, by the way, happening is there's 16 people, elderly, a lot of them, in fact, being... Charged right now. It, it's it's unthinkable some of the things that are happening behind the scenes.
And again, it's another one of those stories that you just aren't going to hear anywhere else. Well, we're not going to let it go. We're not going to let it die. In fact, we'll continue to follow it. Follow it right on down wherever it takes us, whatever rabbit hole we go to. Chicago residents are losing their minds right now. Illegal immigrants continue to take over the city. This is in Fox 32 sharing this from one of the residents speaking out. By the way, the Democrat stronghold of Chicago. I don't want them there. Take them someplace else or send them back to Venezuela. I don't care where they go. This is wrong. You got 73% of the people homeless in this city are black people. What have you done for them? There were lots of fireworks. She said 73% of the homeless in this city are black people. What have you done for them? Over the migrants moving into the Lakeshore Hotel for six months, where 300 can be housed. Also, the city says it's a fluid situation, and it will need to revisit that timeline. I don't want them there. Now, it's interesting because these folks voted for this, whether they realize it or not. Well, of course, you can make that question, too. Well, did they really vote for you? Chicago, so we don't really know. Uh, people are, people are. I'll give you that. People are waking up to what's been going on. They're waking up to the corruption. And I think here's another example of when the chickens come home, there is the policies, the consequences to it all. The elections, whether rigged, rigged or not, they have consequences. And boy, in Chicago, they're starting to see it. Close in person. Time for the Rotor Report. The high priest to health himself. Mr. Busta. Patron saint of pandemics. St. Anthony of Wuhan. Tony Fauci. Well, you know, it could be problematic. You know, we got more lockdowns coming. There's something else. Oh, Matt's just get your mask on. Wear like three of them. You know, Anderson, you, know, you might need to wear three at a time. Hey, here's some good news on the Rona Report. A professor fired for challenging science behind the COVID mandates can sue the university. A judge rules two courts in two months reach opposite conclusions. But this is some of the good news. A tenured professor... Fired less than a month after seeking the scientific evidence behind her public university's COVID-19 policies in challenging the legality of the mandate for the election injection, the jab, the hokey pokey, the Fauci-ouchie. She's going to continue her First Amendment retaliation lawsuit against the University of Maine and their educational system. Patricia Griffin sufficiently alleged the subject matter of her speech pertained to a matter of great public concern and was outside the scope of her duties as a law as a professor of marketing the university said they've cleared the way now for the trial on that issue while dismissing griffin's other claims levy nominated to the bench this is the judge john levy nominated to the bench by president barack hussein obama Mm-mm-mm. reaching the opposite conclusion about what qualifies as protected faculty speech from the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, which upheld the dismissal of a similar lawsuit against North Carolina State University in July. Now, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression warned the 4th Circuit with jurisdiction over Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia had blessed the weaponization of collegiality and encouraged universities to punish faculty who are critical of university governance, amplifying an already pervasive problem. But this story is good news. It's some of the news 
that you won't hear anywhere. Now, you've probably been hearing now about the possibility of bringing back lockdowns, masks, and all of the other nonsense. Trump is speaking out. In fact, he gave a uh, bit of an update. This was uh, in a statement just uh, yesterday, I think. The left-wing lunatics are trying hard to bring back COVID lockdowns, and he says... No way. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words. We will not comply. Mm. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates, and we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system Mm. that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. Well, whether you like what he has to say or not, it is a strong approach. It is one uh, you can't argue, unlike uh, whatever Biden's being told to mumble into the uh, microphone via the teleprompter or his earpiece. Uh, And it's one that's uh, necessary. You know, this whole thing, by the way, the lawsuits, the litigation, it continues. Marlena is in court next week. She's got one. Again, there she's still fighting. We got to have her back on. Let me see if she could come. I don't want to mess with her legal issues. I don't want to, you know, if the attorney says she can come on, we'll have her. But, you know, speaking out is a big deal. I will follow that story as well, but we need to pray for her. We need to do what we can in our situation to make sure that we're continuing to speak truth and let people know what's really going on behind the scenes with some of these stories, because we're just not getting it. It's 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 an issue. By, by the way, places like WJR, last year during the, gov- the gubernatorial election, had a vaccine mandate. They couldn't even go into the studio if you didn't have your jab. I don't know if they were checking cards or what. The big voice of the Great Great Lakes or whatever they call them. So whatever it is, the, the, the fraud of the Great Lakes, big fraud of the Great Lakes. These people, think they, they want you to think. Because they used to air rush back in the day. Of course, Beckman had a show. And now it's all wallpaper. And of course... The ratings reflect that as well. So, yes, there is a hole. Unfortunately, it's been one for far too long. We'll try to fill some of that hole and uh, and serve the people because you deserve it. If you missed the announcement earlier, 9, 10 a.m. is the Superstation, Detroit's News Talk Superstation. 50,000 watts. My show starts 6 to 9 a.m., Every morning in Michigan, 
And you'll get a chance to hear it next week, beginning next week. And I'm, again, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I'm not leaving here. Uh, but I just, uh, just a reminder. Um, I, I have no choice, folks. I mean, I know we're supposed to make the decision. You've got to say, be bold, stand up. But I look at my kids and I have no choice. I can't look at my daughters in the face. Let's say, you know, for such a time as this, we're called to be here right now, the fight to stand up. I can't look at them in the face and say, yeah, I just let it go. Can't do that. Mike, you will be able to stream it on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you stream. It is, um, it, it will be easy to listen to all over the state of Michigan on the radio there in the uh, in the Detroit area, but it'll also be able to uh, stream it and to listen when you, uh, when you if you're listening throughout this, the country, no matter where you are. That's the uh, that's a good part of it all. More on Trump. In fact, there's a couple of stories out there. He pled yesterday uh, not guilty of Georgia election case. The written plea means he won't have to return uh, Wednesday for the arraignment. There are questions about that. The 18 others still scheduled. Judge ruling Trump's Georgia trial will be televised. Now, the question is, will this help him? Because, again, this is what backfired on him in 2016. These people, they thought they had him. When they kept giving him all this television and coverage, MSNBC, CNN, Fox, all of them, they all thought, well, we'll just... uh, we just put this guy, this circus on uh, on TV, and then people will dip, they'll never vote for the guy. Look at this picture they try to. Who did that? That's a horrible picture. Looks like the Grinch or something. That's so bad. The bias is evident. This is CNBC too, by the way. The Georgia trial will be streamed live. That's only going to help him. Fulton County Judge Scott McAfee saying all court proceedings related to the former President Trump, Donald Trump's election interference case will be streamed live for the public cameras. Recording equipment almost never allowed in federal court. However, the Fulton County Court regularly broadcasts judicial proceedings on its YouTube channel. Well, think about the amount of money they're going to make from streaming that on their YouTube channel. Uh, that's no conflict of interest at all. But yes, televise it. Let's see it. Let's see it all. Give the people a chance to watch up close and personal in full HD in color. What exactly is happening? The arguments being made. Fannie Willis and of course what the defense uh, shares as well. Let's see it all. Put it all out there for everyone to see. Full transparency. Again, the question is, you've got to ask, is this going to hurt him or help him? I think it helps him. I really do. I think this backfires. I think what they're doing has got a chance to backfire in ways that they do not expect. Remember, you can't count the guy out, whether you like him or not. He's not the savior. He's not the only answer, folks, but he is being attacked. And here's the point. If they're coming from him, what do you think they're going to do to you? What do you think they're going to do to us? I think it's a fair point. Jake Tamper finally found him. Either either they were in his wife's purse or he located his pair <clears throat> of press credentials and uh, and asked did some actual questions, asking some tough questions of KJP Biden's White House spokes. Probably will not 
will not answer questions. The diversity hire will not answer the question. Been negotiating uh, prescription drug prices in Medicare. Listen to how he handles presidents, this. Presidents, including Obama, have promised to do, but, but President Biden did deliver on. Uh, today, the White House revealed the names of the first 10 drugs subject to these negotiations to bring the prices down. Um, we're going to put their names on the screen. Two of them are primarily blood thinners. One's for blood cancer, four for diabetes, two are for autoimmune disorders, one is for heart failure. Oops. We got a 10-minute clip here. I'm sorry. I thought it was two minutes. There is a point in here. I thought we had the actual clip. I apologize. for. I'm not going to make you sit through 10 minutes of that? Oh, I can't imagine. 10 minutes? Oh, there is a point in this, and I thought I had the clip. I apologize. I'll just describe to you what happened. He pins her down. She has to be confronted with the fact that even Democrats think that Biden is just too old. Well, you hear what she says. CNN anchor Jake Tapper confronting White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre. KJP on Tuesday with dismal new polling showing that Americans believe President Joe Biden is too old for re-election. A new Associated Press Nork Center for Public Affairs Research poll found 77% of Americans overall believe Biden is just too old. Just like Mitch with a glitch, DiFi, Fetterman, these people, they're not really capable of serving. Yet they keep propping these people up weekend at Bernie's style. Because it's the people behind the scenes pulling the strings, folks. None of this, none of it matters. The the faces out there, they don't matter. It's the people, the staffers, the donors, you know, those folks that make things happen, the advisors pulling the strings behind the scenes. Look at Biden. He can barely walk. Barely put two feet in front of the other, one foot in front of the other. He can barely walk down the ramp of the the back of the uh, the of of uh, the plane. Air Force One. They've had to move him out. See, the next time you see him on a plane, they're not going to show a lot of it. He doesn't come down the steps. He doesn't go up the steps either, the big front steps. 77 Americans overall believe Biden is too old to effectively serve another four-year term. Even probably people that love him and love his policies. Democrats are probably worried because, gosh, what happens if he can't serve? Hey, you got Kamala. And they've seen enough. They really kind of worry. Even worse, a whopping 69% of Democrat voters said the same thing. Showing Biden's own party. Own party isn't exactly fired up and excited. And in the meantime, you got the media out there making what's happening with Trump and everything else. The spotlight of the 2020. You're making him bigger than ever. Meanwhile, you got Biden needs a chairlift to get up Air Force One. Now, listen, I'm not. There's nothing wrong with that if you're not capable of getting up the stairs. But call it like it is. Don't be afraid to admit it. Just be real. He's got an opportunity to tell people what's going on. He could age gracefully in front of the public, and yet they won't because everything, just like this, everything is a smoke show. They lie about it all. They lie about it all. Back in Michigan, UAW filing under fair labor practice charges against Stellantis and GM. This is a story that is gaining traction. It looks very possibly that we're going to see a strike, and who knows what that does to the economy. 
By the way, that's one of the subjects that came up on this weekend's podcast. Now, if you're not uh, familiar, every weekend we do a podcast. This weekend, it is the uh, it is it's the uh, weekend podcast. This weekend with our good friend Kirk Elliott, PhD. He's going to talk about the economy, inflation, Biden inflation, what uh, what it means for where we're headed with the dollar and everything else. And folks, uh, some serious issues with possible stock market collapse. No, no, not a colla- not a crash. He said a collapse. A collapse, possibly coming in the uh, in the days ahead. So look out for that great program uh, this weekend. It'll drop tomorrow at nine oh six. Billionaires, in my opinion, don't have a right to exist. Oh, the very existence of billionaires shows us that we have an economy that is working for the benefit of the few and not the many. Now it's UAW president sounding like a like a straight up commie, Sean Fain. <laughs> But uh, he is not begging. It seems emboldened as he pursues what is uh, what is happening, the possible strike that is coming in the next, uh, well, I guess, couple of uh, couple of weeks here. I mean, we're we're right around the corner. Fain has called the the contracts. The practices with GM Stellantis, garbage. In fact, pretty funny. Trashing. You say this belongs in the in the garbage bin. Keep it in mind. It's another piece that is on the horizon. Speaking during a live stream bargaining update for members claiming the two automakers have yet to provide the union with counteroffers on economic issues one month inside the union. Negotiators presented the companies with their economic proposals. What's interesting about this, you've got all these companies pushing towards this unsustainable um, you know, electric vehicle technology and whatnot, and the market can't bear it. They don't want it. So they're going to get propped up or bailed out, or however it is, in whatever case. But the, the folks in the union, the rank and file, these these folks know. They're concerned because they know their jobs are on the line. Again, this is the problem. You have companies forced to participate in, well, the wacky, wild ESG, the, the environmental part of it, this push for all this wind, solar, unicorn farts, nonsense. And again, this is going to have dramatic, in fact, impacts on our state and the economy in, in general, the entire economy of, uh, of the country. But particularly in Michigan, folks, we're going to feel this pinch as we march closer and closer towards that. We'll continue to keep you updated on that and a few other stories. Consumers energy raising prices yet again. Rates raised by $95 million dollars. State approving a settlement Wednesday that will let consumers' energy raise its rates. You're going to be paying more again. They initially requested a $212 million increase to pay for infrastructure improvements. Well, again, that's to plug your Tesla and everything else into. We don't have we don't have the ability. The grid can't hold it all right now. They want to pay for technology, operational efficiency, higher financial costs, more wind, solar, unicorn farts. They uh, instead, the Michigan Public Service Commission have eventually approved a ninety-five million dollar rate. The increase starting October first, 
An average resident using 100 centum cubic feet of natural gas can expect a monthly $4.20 increase, according to the MPSC. I don't know about you, but mine has both gone through the roof. Not just natural gas, but electricity as well. I'm probably paying... 100 bucks or more uh, every month for electricity. And for gas, I'm paying double what I paid just a few years ago. It's incredible. And you're feeling the pain at the pump, too. Look at how much you're paying for gasoline or diesel. Not to mention how much the food costs. The economy, things are getting sketchier by the day, folks. And again, this weekend, we'll do the podcast. Our good friend Kirk Elliott will join us. Give me the details on how you can protect yourself and your family. All right, it's big news again, as I mentioned. Big news, the Detroit's News Talk Superstation, 9, 10 a.m. A big lineup. Beck, Hannity, O'Reilly, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, Jesse Kelly, all and more. On Detroit's News Talk Superstation, the home for the truth. Of course, we've got all those voices chance to, to serve the people in a way that uh, I don't think they're currently being so it's just it's really sad pathetic but the promise the truth is on the horizon we will not back down we'll continue to bring it to you that's coming next week folks spread the word tell a friend family people you know go back and find the post I shared on this platform and make sure that you share it with other folks get the word out we appreciate you making a great Labor Day weekend folks Always a pleasure. God bless. The cost of inflation. Well, the bank runs. We've seen questions about our money coming at a rate and the pace that we've never seen before. Maybe it's time to get some solid footing in the shaky ground that is today. Have you thought of looking at precious metals, gold, silver, Kirk Elliott, Kirk Elliott, Ph.D., walking us through exactly what we need to do with every custom solution for you and your family. He'd be happy to walk you through it, too. Get Kirk's free special report when you go to justinbarclay.com slash gold. That's Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, justinbarclay.com slash gold today. You can get access to all the stories, all the good news that we're sharing and talking about on a daily basis. And yes, even bonus and exclusives. It's free to join justinbarclay.com slash locals. It's justinbarclay.com slash locals. You can join today. And of course, take advantage. If you want to become a supporter, it's just seven bucks a month. You can join for a whole year. I'll send you a copy of my book, Good News, Hope, and Encouragement for Trying Times, just for signing up. You'll get the access to my audiobook. You'll get all of the ability to ask questions of some of the most important guests. And of course, our weekly Wednesday night at 8, Freedom Fam Call. Ask me anything. That's justinbarclays.com slash locals. Join today. Cut the cord. Get rid of that old woke cable provider that's charging you through the nose and save a ton of money when you make the switch to Q Streaming today. C-U-E. Q Streaming. JustinBarclay.com slash Q. It's only two bucks a day. You'll get access to all the channels that you could ever want and more. Movie channels, pay-per-view, sporting events, everything that you could ever imagine. I wondered myself when I talked to Dave, the founder of Q Streaming, about how can you do this? He said, we do things differently. 
And boy, do they ever. Not only will you have access to all the news channels, and of course, we're talking real news now, folks, that you've ever wanted, but you'll have access to independence, too. I'll have a channel at some point. You've got to check them out. Just two bucks a day, $59.99 a month. Hugh Streaming, Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y, JustinBarclay.com, slash Q. Cut the cord. Make the switch today. My pillow, Mike Lindell, helping you save up to 80% off on all the amazing things, not just the pillows, but you can stay cool with the My Pillow 2.0. So it's like the other side of the pillow. It's always cool, and so is your mattress pad. They've all kinds of great things. My Tip Pillow 2.0. Plus, you'll be able to get all kinds of wonderful supplies for the beach, like your beach towels or your regular towels that we love, the slippers that people are loving, and of course, those sandals and slides too. Mike's got it all, and you can help support this patriot who's been fighting for our country since day one. MyPillow.com slash Justin. Use promo code Justin for your discount. Save up to 80% off today. Hey, it's Justin Barkley. What if I told you that my friends at ProTech Heating and Cooling could help you and your family stay healthier this winter? Well, they can. By installing a Remy Halo purifier in your home. The Remy Halo kills up to 99% of bacteria, mold, and virus and reduces sneeze germs by 99% too. It provides whole home purification, unlike portable units, and can easily be integrated with your existing HVAC system. So what are you waiting for? Contact ProTech Heating and Cooling today. Online at ProTechGR.com.